Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you all for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for being there. Red State, Red State Talk, our flagship station. I want to thank them for welcoming us into their family. Although the other stations who uh, do us in replay, we certainly appreciate that. And also uh, want to thank Loving Liberty for bringing us into their family as well. I am C.L. Bryant. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. And I was saying to you... uh, uh, not only in the last hour, but um, uh, before we left uh, here uh, for uh, the news break, the top of the hour break, I, I was saying that um, the Democrats, th- their hair is on fire and they don't know how to put it out. But I do know this. They know one thing. Their time is short. And everything you're seeing, uh, Jody Rushton said this in the, the last hour, president of the National Federation of Republican Women. She said this, that what you're seeing is uh, obvious de- desperation. And it, it, it is. But the question is, why? And, and when the Democrat Party falls on their face, and they will, oh, they go, they're going <laughs> to Oh, they're going to fall in the mud again. Do you realize how many times they have fallen in the mud accusing, trying to accuse Trump, trying to take down Trump? It almost, I'm telling you folks, it seems almost like there's an unseen hand. And I know what I, I know it is in my discipline. I know that it is the providence of God. He sets the, he sets things in motion really from the beginning. And this thing about reaping and sowing is something I am telling you. Is is happening. The Democrats are reaping what they have sowed and they are reaping it within their own party. The, the seeds of discourse and division and the idea of racism, the idea of racism. Let me tell you this. How could it possibly not exist more visibly in any entity like it exists and the way it looks in the Democrat Party? They are absolutely consumed with identity politics. And that leads them to be fixated upon this personality that they have in their minds of who they want Donald Trump to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, I just said something right there. I want you to understand what I'm saying. The Democrats wanted Donald Trump to be from the very beginning. 
the the only way they could paint him and they they didn't do this before he ran for office donald john trump was their darling he was a new york darling oprah loved him everybody loved him are you understanding what i'm saying here donald john trump became and by necessity to the democrats the boogeyman when he came down that escalator in Trump Tower, because then they knew that something was happening here that <laughs> uh, I don't know if any of us are ready for it. And certainly the other 16 Republican candidates, they weren't ready for Trump. And and they were probably just as unprepared for Trump as the Democrats were unprepared for him when he knocked off Hillary. <laughs> they, 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 had, they didn't go to plan. They didn't have a plan B. There wasn't supposed to be a plan B. And because they did not have their plan B together, Democrats only have the, 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 the tactic of trying to keep chaos going. Keep the next, let's see what other, the next lie that we can manufacture off of little to no evidence. Let's just get the New York Times uh, to smear Brett Kavanaugh with unsubstantiated uh, nothing. It was never anything. It was just nothing. You would think that the Democrats would get tired of being right all the time. <laughs> they're right. They're right all the time. You'd think they get 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 tired of it. But I, I guess guess they're not. I guess they hadn't had their fill yet. But they're gonna have it. Real soon, as I was saying, their time is short. And, um, hey, they know it. So, just like the devil himself, he has to wreak as much havoc as he possibly can, seeing that he knows his time is short. The devilish things that the Democrat Party has done in this country, especially to black folks, is absolutely appalling. You don't need to be reminded, but I'm going to remind you. I'm going to remind you of this. Detroit, Michigan. And I, I, I told Ann Romney, uh, Mitt Romney's wife, we were at a, uh, a, a banquet together. We sat uh, right across from one another. And um, I, I, I told, I leaned, uh, and we were talking, and I, I told Ann Romney, tell Mitch to be sure to remind folks in America that when his father, George, George Romney, was governor of Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, was the wealthiest city in the world. Yeah. 
black people were the most prosperous black people in Detroit were among the most prosperous ethnic groups group in the country. I think the, the Irish uh, may have been number one and, and then black people were right behind them. Tell Mitch to remind America that his father, George Romney, conservative, presided over a Michigan, a Detroit, a Flint, that was absolutely prosperous. But in come the race hustlers who had their representatives uh, in natural blackface, in natural blackface, and they gave them the message to give to the uh, various ethnic groups and poor people and poor people, poor blue collar working whites. They gave to them a message that things can be better. If you let us get you these things, if you let us get you these goodies, if we, if we make it softer for you and, and yes, I, I'm all for people getting uh, all kinds of perks and stuff for working on their jobs, all for that. So don't get that twisted. I'm all for that. But what do you actually give away when you get that? Do you give away your vote? Huh? That's a very important question, because if, in fact, uh, you have to give away your vote, you have been now enslaved. Yeah, because if you don't give away the vote, if the vote doesn't come out right. Well, hey, these goodies and the, the renewal of these goodies. Yeah, this renewal of the contract and you know, the renewal of the goodies. It may not be like it was. Just want you to know that. So you become enslaved to the things, to the things that somebody else uh, you feel is getting for you. Not realizing that the truth about labor is, is just that it's the person who produces the labor. That should have a say, not someone speaking uh, so much. Uh, about what they 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 should have it's the laborer who should tell and, and give reference to things that would make his job easier and him more productive him or her more productive uh, it's the laborer but the laborer gives away if it gives away his vote then even though you may have a say as far as that local that you may be a part of, you may have a say in that. But if you give away your vote, then you don't have a say because that's what you, you sold your vote for the comfort. And hey, I've told you this before, and I'll tell you again, it, in my movie, you can see it on Amazon Prime, in my movie, um, you my friends must understand something. The slave does not necessarily seek freedom. That's what, that's what progressive liberals have learned about us. 
And that's why they don't understand how it is now that we may want to reject them giving us stuff because the economy is such that you can go get it. And you'd be free to do what you would with it without someone telling you you who you can have in your house or where you might be able to live or who's going to move in next door to you. Huh? So I think that the times they are a changing and Democrats don't know what to do in order to <laughs> hang on. But I'm telling you, if you look at Nancy Pelosi, if you look at her face, you look at Chuck Schumer, you look at even Adam Schiff's uh, smug face. Adam Schiff, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure he got punched around maybe. In, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he was, a, he was in one of those situations where people didn't mess with him. But if he had been in my school, he got punched around a little bit. <laughs> but, but he's so smug. But you can give him a pass because he's they're so you can't give him a pass. But you have to understand that they're so stupid. Every, even people in their own camp now are saying that these uh, this is not the way to go with this. But Nancy Pelosi feeling the heat from the mega progressive liberals that pay her fees. Oh, yeah. Oh, she. Oh, my goodness. Nancy decided that she would go nuts, too. If you can't beat them. Nancy decided to join him. That's what you're seeing here. That's what this is all about. Nancy decided she couldn't beat him. So she is going to join him. Democrats hair is on fire and they don't know how to put it out. Good. Now, this is a disgraceful thing. Just in case you don't, this is a disgraceful thing. This uh, impeachment inquiry. It's, it's just, it is. It's truly disgraceful. Uh, and the people who know that it is don't care because their time is short. And they know it. You look at Chairman Neela at Nadler. Nadler's time is short. Nancy Pelosi. I think she wants to be remembered as one who took the bullet for the team. But I think she may have just uh, she's just now presiding, realizing she could be, be presiding over her last Congress. No, she, let's see. She'll get one more. And she may be presiding over that, or the last one for Democrats for a long time. They must see it coming. I, I, well, 
I guess and Hillary didn't see it coming. But they must see it coming. The nerves, the nervousness of of these Democrats must be absolutely stifling to them. They're, they're, they, they must be choking on uh, anxiety. What else? I can't wait until they throw up the next thing here at Donald John Trump. I, I just I can't wait. It, it It's becoming theatrical. But it's becoming really nutty. Theatrical and nutty. That's what this is becoming. And so. What impact. Will this have. On our nation. I think they have given the nation. Everything it needs. To vote them out of office. And they know it. They wouldn't listen, but they they couldn't stop themselves. Why? Because, and, and, and think about this, folks. What would happen if you had not had the phenomenon of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who, by the way, may be a one-termer herself, but she played a role in this that may not be long-lived, but she played a role. Not that her playing her role will be successful. So far, it's been successful in hijacking the Democrat Party. But they have had pushback against it in the Democrat Party. It has not gone over well with the rest of America, as it has not gone over well with a lot of Democrats. After I come back from the break, I want to examine something here. And you may hear this first right here. I believe, and I'm going to give you my reasoning for it, that there is a movement afoot to actually restructure uh, physically the Democrat Party and the death panels that Sarah Palin warned Pelosi and others about that they scoffed at Pelosi and the older heads in the Democrat Party may be facing their political death panels going to talk to you about what I mean when I return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show. Don't go anywhere.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. And it's all because of people just like you throughout the fruited plains of our great nation that understand what we have to lose if, in fact, we uh, do not stand up now and face down this rabble that is going on in Washington, D.C. And that's all it is, folks, is rabble. It's a bunch of rabble. So uh, we got to stand together. And, of course, we have to face uh, these things so that we can move on. And the only way that we move on is to make sure that uh, Nancy Pelosi and her crew, along with Ocasio-Cortez and all those type people, that they're gone. That's the only way that we move on. And maybe we'll actually help them because uh, they'll either deconstruct, which I do believe they're going to do. I believe that they are going to deconstruct themselves. And I believe that they are going to um, reshape, refashion the Democrat Party. And Nancy Pelosi, along with some of the older heads there in the Democrat Party, they are going to be fa- they are going to face their political death squads. That's what they're going to be doing. The Acacia Cortezes, the Beto O'Rourke's, they are appealing to the younger set uh, more uh, effectively than the older liberals in the Democrat Party, even when it comes to the older black liberals. Maxine Waters, even though she is iconic in uh, sectors of the black community, along with Elijah Cummings and, you know, uh, the rest of the crowd. Even the older people are, uh, the younger people are getting tired of their brand of rhetoric, even though it's still very appealing to some young people, the way Maxine uh, says crazy stuff. You know, it's, 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 it's appealing to, to some young people. And the crazy stuff that Beto says, uh, you'd be surprised. I mean, young people buy into that stuff. Ocasio-Cortez, uh, she came into prominence because young people are stupid enough to believe what she's saying. And young people, please forgive me if uh, you take offense with me saying that you were stupid enough to believe what she's saying. 
I'm not implying that all of you are stupid. I'm I'm saying that those who uh, believe anything that Ocasio Cortez is saying about the greatness of America and how we got to be uh, this type of uh, place. If you believe what she's saying about that, you you're drowning in stupidity. If you don't, good for you. But they know that they have been hijacked. And Nancy Pelosi soon will be put to the political sword. Uh, Joe Biden, you are about to be put to the political sword. Bernie, they're going to keep you around. Because, well, they're not completely deranged and pushing over someone who actually put the wind in their sails. So, Bernie, they're going to keep you around. Elizabeth Warren, they'll keep you around, but don't make waves. They'll bump you off, too. But, Bernie, I think you've become their patron saint. I think you're going to be that. And Elizabeth may hang around for the same reason, because to many women, she is a patron saint. Okay, so. They're going to change that party, though. That Democrat party in not too many days hence, once they realize that uh, the primary that's coming up in the new year, getting in February, I believe, and all the way through Super Tuesday in March. The primaries are going to tell the tale of just how uh, the Democrat Party will evolve from here if it survives itself. And keep in mind, Democrats, you better keep this in mind. Republicans must remind them all the time. You did. Let's let's never stop reminding them that they did this to themselves. There's nothing I like better than a good chess match, even though I haven't played now in several years. But I, I used to be a decent chess player. And there was nothing that I appreciated more than a um, very competitive match, chess. There was a time when... Uh, the Republicans and Democrats had a very good chess match going. But now, uh, and, 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 and hey, listen, maybe there's method to their, their lunacy. I don't know. But now you, you have a, a, an opponent on the other side of the, the chessboard who's just moving at random. <laughs> I mean, you know, the moves are not legal or do they make sense? And suddenly you realize that you may be playing against an idiot or someone who has lost focus of the game, which is politics and politics. Once it is uh, revealed to be hustling the people, 
Do you know what happens? Of course, Baltimore, the people in Baltimore, I don't know if this applies to you or not. In fact, I don't think so, because you, you will let Elijah, Elijah Cummings just get reelected, reelected, reelected. But once the people see through the politics as a hustle, I mean, if they really just the light turns on and they realize they've been hustled, you know what the people do? They vote the bums out. That's what happens. They vote the bums out. And what the Democrat Party has done to itself, they have exposed to those folks who have been voting them in year in uh, uh, election season in election season out. They have exposed themselves to be frauds. That's what the Democrat Party has done. Everything that they have attempted has turned out to be a lie based on a lie. And I don't care who you are unless you are the in within the inner courts or related to someone in the inner courts or benefiting from someone in the inner courts of Democrat politics. Unless you're there, you are in denial if you believe that the American people are going to go along with this madness, you are in denial. <laughs> if you think the American people are going to go on and go along with this madness. And don't uh, miss my um, latest Real Talk release. Follow me on Twitter at Rev C L Bryant, um, and uh, I'm going to be. I'll have it out here shortly. I want to remind all you folks there in the Richmond, Virginia area. I will be coming your way this weekend. Myself and a few, a couple of my Freedom Works colleagues. I believe, I believe Dan Savakis will be with me, and uh, we're coming your way. And uh, we're gearing up to do some things in Los Angeles, exciting things. I'll let you know about that here in the uh, days coming up. Um, C-L-N-L-A. Jane and I used to live out there years and years ago and uh, love Southern California. It was, yes, the land of fruits and nuts. And um, there's no question about it. But friends, L.A., the L.A. Basin was smoggy until the Santa Ana winds came and blew out the smog. But it was beautiful on a clear day. Love Southern California. The people there, they're just affected by progressive liberal politics. But they're great people, self-absorbed, like, you know, like most people are in huge cities. But um, the people are good. Americans are, I don't care where they are. Americans are good folks, one-on-one. -on -one. But I tell you what, you get them in a group talking crazy stuff, <laughs> they become different. I'm telling you, that's, the, that's just the way it is. And the Democrats, unfortunately, have overplayed. Well, I have, for a good chess match. You you want to play against somebody who, you know, this won't be a grad. I, you know what? The landslide in 2020, I'm, I'm predicting this. 
and now you continue you got to continue to work this doesn't happen by itself republicans conservatives we have to continue to move the ball down the field we have them on the run they are scared to death they're scared to death so let's keep them on the run the landslide is going to be so great in 2020 that it will be historical. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I'm just telling you the way this is shaping up. So be delusional, continue doing what you're doing. My Democrat uh, opponent and nemesis keep doing what you're doing because you are certainly uh, becoming the best players that conservatism has on their team on its team you are the best players on it we could not have scripted Republicans, Donald, in the way things are going right now, Donald John Trump could not have scripted, and, and some saying that he may have <laughs> the outcome. It's amazing how. Let's just examine this for a minute. Let's just unpack this for for just a minute before we come to the home stretch of uh, of the show. What if? And I want you to keep in mind. Just just what if? What if a television mogul like Donald Trump was actually brilliant enough? He'll never share this part of his hand. He'll never show you this, this part of his hand because that's a part of the, the genius of what he's doing. But what if a, 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 a television mogul like Donald Trump, who had one of the most successful shows in television history on uh, for several years, The Apprentice, uh, you know, he knows how to run beauty pageants and own them and, and, and all that type of stuff. He knows how to uh, manipulate media. What if the progressive liberals somehow forgot that have forgotten that Donald Trump has been successful in their world. And he understands the psychology of setting them off. What if this president has indeed orchestrated these Democrat lunatics into the feeding frenzy that they're in, along with CNN, MSNBC, and, and their, their minions, you know, the usual suspects, the puppets of the Democrat Party, the news media. What if they had forgotten that Donald Trump understands their psychology, th th them psychologically. And all he, and what he is, is, is showing the rest of us 
is what's necessary to keep them in a frenzy. And that is to constantly push back because that is something Republicans, conservatives had not been doing. We'd been letting them throw the stones, hide their hands and lie on us saying we did it. That is <laughs> what they have been used to. But along comes DJT, Donald John Trump. Along comes Trump. And he is spearheading of movement to push back. He gets in their face and he calls them fake news. He doesn't let up. He's relentless at doing it. And because he is relentless at doing it, he gives the courage by leadership to the American people to push back to. And this is also something that Democrats are not used to coming from the American, uh, the uh, Republican people. They're not used to the American people pushing back. The American people are used to thinking of government as they, they are, they are doing this instead of taking the affirmative or the, uh, controls of the reins as the American people should be and are saying we need to stop them from doing that and your vote does that You're st- it's, it's no they who are running things folks unless you let them do that to you you are constitutionally in charge of this country, having sent to Washington, D.C., the person you voted for to represent you. Now, if in fact they get there and don't represent you and you live in various communities because people in various communities believe certain things, right? You live you live around people of like, you know, passions, right? Then y'all vote them out. You don't let a representative become a them or they because then you have given them your power. You have given them that. You lend it to them when you send them up there, but you don't give them your power. You lend them your power. I'll be back. You thought I was worth Change my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. C.L. back with you on this great day in the USA. Glad to be here with you on the home stretch of today's show. I do want to remind all of you that uh, because of uh, travel schedules and so forth, of course, we'll be here every day on Red State. We'll be right here at the 12 o'clock slot Eastern uh, on Red State. But um, I'll be out and about uh, traveling around and uh, hope to come to a city near you soon, you folks in Richmond, Virginia. I'll be uh, your way come uh, this weekend. And uh, was up in Bend, Bend, Oregon, last weekend. Had a wonderful, wonderful time with uh, some Republicans there, and uh, it was just uh, and conservatives, of course, that were there. It was really a great event. My good buddy Steve Moore uh, joined me on the road. We uh, was there in Bend, Oregon, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful part of the country. Jane and I, my wife and I, uh, I told, came back and told her about Bend, Oregon. And I said, we've got to go out there. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're somewhat uh, in the land of, you know, fruits and nuts, too. That's true. Uh, but, uh, hey, it's a beautiful, beautiful place, too. Um, be and visit. Very great place to visit. Now, I just saw this poll, that uh, Quinnipiac poll, and um, <laughs> I was telling you the other day that Joe Biden's turn time was come very short too. In fact, I'm not really sure if. Joe is going to hang around to stay on the stage for the next debate because Joe's pride. If he is edged out of the front runner's chair and Elizabeth Warren has just done that in the Quinnipiac poll. Elizabeth Warren has just edged out Joe Biden for that catbird seat, the number one or for the uh, uh, crow's nest seat. She is ahead of him in the Quinnipiac poll. And if, in fact, uh, that poll is an indication of a trend that is happening, Joe Biden is on the true fade. The party will have uh, even greater opportunity and cause to go ahead and try and push him out. Are you hearing me? Once Joe slips, that's it. Because he's been uh, in the uh, hunt many times before. And the American people have never, I don't think he's ever gotten any more than 1%, 1% Joe. 
The American people have never uh, gone for what Joe Biden was cooking. And uh, I believe, here we go again, I think he is uh, sort of a Hillary-esque type character. Always the bridesmaid. (laughs) Never the bride. Always running Joe. Joe's always running. But he runs in vain. Hillary Hillary was the sa- Hillary was the same way always running ran against Barack Obama and from just like Joe Biden from the gate Hillary Clinton her first run against Barack Obama out of the gate Hillary Clinton was the odds on favorite just like Joe And talk about poetic justice. Along comes Barack Obama. And just like Joe, Hillary began to fade. Along comes Elizabeth Warren or whomever may come along, Joe, because I don't think Elizabeth is going to be uh, the the Messiah, the savior of the uh, Democrat Party. I think somebody else is going to have to come along. But she's come along right now for you, Joe. And that woman, Elizabeth Warren, is going to be very formidable in the next debates against whoever is still on that stage. And Joe, if you want to maintain Joe Biden, please hear yeah. Somebody get this to Joe. I don't think Joe's going to listen to the show. Joe, if you want to maintain any part of your legacy as some type of uh, attack dog for the Republican Party instead of a laughing stock, you should go ahead and say, for the sake of the party, I'm going to suspend my candidacy. I think you're going to be hearing those words from Joe Biden here pretty soon anyway. Are you hearing me? You're going to be hearing those words from Joe Biden anyway. The suspension of his candidacy is looming. Maybe not imminent. They're they're shuffling, making some... Uh, adjustments right now, but I don't think that he's going to have the stuff to pull out of this. Nor the stamina. I think he's going to go ahead and cut the deal that if I drop out, um, my this stuff with my son abates. I think that's the deal that's going to be made. But if journalism was still alive in this country, and I know that it, it still is very much so at Fox News, but if journalism was, was still alive in this country, that story about Hunter Biden, Ukraine officials and corruption would be one that could not go away. Even if Biden stepped down 
they're still, even if the kid did get immunity, whatever, um, that should still be a very hot topic. And the oddest thing about how the Democrats are using their tactic or, or being tactical these days is that the all, all you have to do is listen to what the Democrats are accusing Republicans of. That's all you have to do is listen to what they're accusing Republicans of and then just reverse that. And you'll understand what the Democrats are up to. The Democrats want to say that Trump wanted to strong arm, but it's their own fault. They, they actually brought this attention to themselves. The Democrats, and I think it was purposeful in sort of knocking out Joe Biden. They want, they want Joe gone. So the Democrats accused Trump of strong arming the new president of Ukraine. And no such thing occurred. No such thing occurred. But if you turn the mirror on the Democrats, you'll actually realize that it was the Democrat vice president of the United States under Barack Hussein Obama who was actually doing the strong arming wasn't Trump. It was them. Now the perfect storm has brewed for Joe Biden to be pushed overboard. The perfect storm. They were wondering how it was going to happen. And then I'm, as I'm sure it worked out that was, I'm sure this happened Somebody in the Democrat Party said, you know what? If we fan the flames of this Hunter Biden thing and we get someone to uh, signal the president that we're going to do this because the president has just really been hammering it. Joe Biden's out. And the brilliance of that is, and, and, and the folly of what Nancy Pelosi is up to is why I say this just doesn't make any sense. Because you made a brilliant move in formulating the demise of Joe Biden. But then you come along and make a stupid bonehead move by saying that you are going to investigate uh, methods uh, or reasons for impeaching Donald John Trump. You mean that you're going to go out and try and turn over rocks. And when there is nothing apparent that the president of the United States has done to be impeached, you're going to waste American taxpayer dollars doing that. You have just set yourself up 
to be shown the door, which is good. But I, I, I don't see why you're committing political suicide like you are. So you go for it. I know your hair is on fire. And so you're going to commit political suicide <laughs> while, while America stands by and watch. This is good. This is good. You be sure to follow me on Twitter at Rev C L Bryant, my latest uh, release for uh, Pelosi. It's going to be about Pelosi and the Democrats. Uh, it'll be about a minute and a half, two minutes long. Uh, but I'll be telling you about it. But follow me on Twitter at Rev R E V C L Bryant. Yeah, the Democrats, their house, their hair, their hair is on fire. And so they are probably going to try uh, to put the fire out. But if not, I think they have taken a pact to commit political suicide. (laughs) And so that is what's happening. They that's up to the minute. (laughs) What's happening with the Democrat party? They have decided to commit political suicide. (laughs) Good. That's good. Hey, it's been great uh, being with you. I want to thank my guest, uh, Jody Rushton, for being on with me, and Tony and Dashiell for being on with me, both from the NFRW, National Federation of Republican Women Convention, coming up this weekend. I want to thank them. I also want to thank God, above all, for bringing us to the close of this day and uh, thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until... I'm able to speak with you again, talk with you again. I'm CL, and may God bless and keep you all. Cut through the smoke and mirrors and see current events through the lens of common sense. Think about how bad things must be at the federal level. For your state politicians to say, we're going to hold a constitutional convention and rewrite the Constitution. In the end, there's only two things we need to do. One, take the time to get right with God and just remember to be kind. The Joe Carey Show, weekday afternoons at 12.